Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Commented Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. And again, the crime junkies are doing anything but crime show related. <laughs> but you know, it's the end of the holiday season, so we wanted to give you guys some very fun episodes. We hope that you're enjoying them. And if so, Spotify now has ratings. So I know we have a, a pretty decent amount of followers. So if all of you guys give us a five-star rating, we'd really appreciate that. Let us know you're listening. Let us know you love the content we're putting out. So yes, Marion, welcome to another episode where I just completely um talk for about 40 minutes (laughs) thank you for joining me i hope this is a a a splendid end to your very long day Uh, (laughs) don't forget to wear your mask your sunscreen drink water hope because you can't be dehydrated being dehydrated is not fun and you're probably drinking less water than you should i'm gonna just for real i think that's causing my (laughs) headaches lately (laughs) i'm trying to drink more water See, see, my reminders are important, friend. <laughs> okay, so for this special Wednesday upload episode, Tori is going to be doing what Tori likes doing best, which is talking about variety shows. Now, for the girlies who are new, I speak fluent Korean, so <laughs> I don't need subtitles. Therefore, I am always constantly neck deep in variety shows. Variety shows are very fun to me and they're important to me because it's where I hear a lot of authentic input. That's what we call it in the foreign language department. Authentic input means um, it's authentically from that country. Like there's, it's not a teaching tool. It's not a video that has like a scripted dialogue. It is what native speakers sound like. And it really helps um, me continue to make sure my Korean skills are not completely lost while I'm not taking classes. So for those of you who are learning Korean or even learning any foreign language, I always highly recommend that you watch talk shows from that country because it's the easiest way to be like, oh, so the word that I was sounding out of my head is not how it sounds when somebody actually speaks it. So, yeah. um, Marion, what is your history with variety shows before I get on my spiel? Um, I'd say that I go through... I've seen all the popular ones. I've def I definitely, um, you know, Running Man, I Live Alone, um, Knowing Brothers, all the ones. I the only shows I currently watch now that are variety shows are Running Man that I keep up every week. But I mm-hmm. do a lot of my YouTube recommendations are Korean shows, and a lot of them are actually Korean variety shows or talk shows. So even though I won't watch full episodes. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just watch random clips on YouTube with absolutely no subtitles and I'll be like, oh, <laughs> I mean, like I've taken two years worth of Korean classes and at some point, you know, you get the gist of what's going on right, after right, you've right, been right. watching for years. So or is your favorite like Running Man or do you have a favorite? Like even if it's like I a think, mini variety show? Okay. I think currently Running Man is my favorite, but mm-hmm. the Korean cooking shows where they take those celebrities and make them move to another country and cook or oh, create a Yoon's hostel. Kitchen. Yeah, Yoon's Kitchen. Yes, yes, yes. That has a place in my heart. I don't know what it is <laughs> about dragging these random celebrities and making them cook, but I loved Yoon's Kitchen season two when they were, in, okay. I think they were in Spain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when Park So Jun joined and they yeah. were in Spain. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm going to say this very quietly, but most of these shows that I'm going to talk about have subs. There's not official subtitles. Um, so you can find them if you search on the internet. I'll mm-hmm. just put that out there very quietly because we don't want to get sued or anything. But okay, so let's start with number ten. Number ten, I actually told Marion this story, and I'm so happy to retell it because this is <laughs> this was probably one of the what the fuck did I just watch moments that literally gave me fear. So for those of you who don't know, me and Marion are crime junkies, and so we're like we're murderinos. We love. we don't love serial killers but we love the stories around how people survive you know true crime Mm -hmm. and so i was looking for i'm always going through these phases where after i binge shows i no longer want to watch any more dramas so i go on a variety show hunt and i go search for shows like i'm subscribed to on demand korea and all that other good stuff and so there was a show that was like late night ghost talk or whatever and i was like "Ooh, what's this it's on vicky and vicky actually has a lot of great Actually, a lot of the variety shows I'm going to talk about, I think a lot of them are actually on Vicky with subs. So let me put that out there as well. 
And so I was watching the show. The show is called Late Night Ghost Talk. It's an NBC show. The hosts are Kim Gura, Kim Sook, Hwang Jae-sun, Hoana, which are a lot of uh, um, comedians. And so the hosts read scary horror stories submitted by the public. Um, they're searching for, like, each episode, a guest, like, a celebrity guest will come on. Like, they have voice actors on. And so they're telling these stories. These are This is a group of people, like us, Marin, who, like, love mm-hmm. scary stories and ghost stories and true crime. And so they tell these stories and, like, the, the hosts really get into it. And then they have reenactments. So, like, what you're watching, like, it goes back and forth between the narration and the reenactment. It's like, ooh, spooky. <laughs> and so, like, it's really, it was something that I binge, like, watched for a while. It's, like, probably, like, 50 episodes. With like 40 50 episodes out right now and so each um each episode they award like 444 400 dollars um based on voters like they have people mm-hmm. watching like online and so um whichever story is the most popular gets to win for that episode now let me tell you the most the story that i remember the most the story that got me watching the show it was the it's the first episode of vicky because vicky doesn't start for episode one it starts for episode like 36 so let's say me and marion are friends right me and marion are friends we decide um you're moving right and so we decide just for the sake of it we're gonna go to the shaman and the shaman's gonna you know read us our luck tell us you know all the good fortunes and all that stuff and so i go i'm really into it i'm like i gotta know what my future is and you you're like um okay uh i'm not really into this but she's like well we came all the way here so i'm like ask her a question marion what's up what's good you're like well i'm moving so um can you tell me if my luck will get better after moving to this house and the shaman looks you dead in your face and says you should not move to that house don't do it sis no what is your response to that as mayor now not mayor in the story um i would not move into that house i'm gonna be very honest don't know if i believe in shamanism and all of Uh that but if you're gonna look me dead in my eye and say (laughs) that um unless i've signed that lease already i'm not moving in okay right so the man in the story was just like you know what i've already signed the lease i gotta get to work the house is in a good area a not good area but it's close to work so she moves in so she moves into this house and she starts to have Marin starts to have nightmares there's the sounds of heels in the hallway and they get closer and closer and closer to your door and then the door bust opens it's a scary ghost but then you wake up it's a night and you're like oh it's a nightmare Ooh, that's spooky and so you're living in this house for a couple weeks and the shaman comes to your door unprovoked and starts cleansing your house. Are you still staying or are you moving? I'm moving. Right. <laughs> Breaking that lease so quick. Period. Right? But of course, Miriam, the story is not doing that because she can't breaking the lease will mean she forfeits the money. She doesn't have a lot of money saved. And so yeah. as the shaman is leaving after cleansing the house, she tells her, do not come out of this apartment at nighttime you stay in this apartment and then you come out and during the day again this is the third warning <laughs> unprovoked you know that right she came unprovoked and charged her nothing did nothing and so marion is is you know constantly having nightmares she's hearing thuds from her neighbor and at first she thinks it's coming from the karaoke business on the first floor of her apartment building so she goes to the neighborhood grandmas and the grandmas are like mm, well that couple both of them died and so there you know there is kind of like a spooky feeling to the building but you know it's you know it's probably not the best place to be in if you're susceptible to the ghost of your third eyes open right and so after night after night of hearing this just thuds thuds Coming from her neighbor's house, Marion decides one day to knock on her neighbor's door and ask them, are they also having problems with um, the thudding? Are they also experiencing any ghosts or anything? And so as they, she, so you knock on the door, right? And you know how there's sensor lights? Yeah. And so you knock on the door and you wait and you wait and you wait. But then... You can tell that the sensor light moves on inside, but nobody's answering the door. So the next few days go over after having countless nightmares, after it's starting to affect her work. Marin comes home to find the police 
at her apartment. You walk up to the police. They have taped off your neighbors next door. Now, what is your first thought of why the police are there? Um, I would think that, well, I would think a crime is committed immediately. That's why. Yeah. And so you ask the police, what's happening? What happened? You get into your apartment and you get a phone call from me. And I said, have you seen the news? And you say no. So you turn on the news and you see that breaking news. The raincoat serial killer has been arrested in his home. And that home is your apartment. And the raincoat serial killer is your next door neighbor. When I tell you I had a fucking fit, you realize, for those of you who don't know why this is insane, the thumping that Marin was hearing was the sound of the killer dismantling the bodies of his victims. Night after night after night. For those of you who don't know who the raincoat killer is, there's a if you have Netflix, there's a whole documentary about him. And that really puts this story into place. Not only... So now in retrospect, this is terrifying, of course, right? But yeah. the MO for the raincoat killer was that he would put body parts in black bags and then bury them. And there's literally a scene where where they reenacted where the girl watches the man take a black bag out of his apartment the chills i would have i would have i might have to put myself into an institution for a while because she knocked on his door and he was there and didn't answer imagine if he had opened the door imagine if like anything had happened she was living next door to this man and this is a real story and it's so crazy how the 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 production team found out the story they weren't looking for the story they happened upon it like um the victim the victim in the story the neighbor just was got close with a writer and just told her the story and she asked can we put this on television and i sat there and i was like are you you mean to tell me that the nightmares i have been having the thumping that I had been hearing all night that I thought was like back kick from a uh a stereo was the sound of people being murdered. That is insane. It was terrifying. It was an excellent first episode for me to watch because I binged everything after that. So mm-hmm. that's number 10 on my list. There's a lot of spooky stories, so please go in knowing that there's a lot of spooky stories you kind of get to learn about um superstitions of like ancient korea and how they've been handed down and how people still believe them and things like that there are some really good reenactments and i love shows like this because they allow for like um rookie actors to like have roles and do these reenactments Mm -hmm. and they're very real and they feel very real but yeah there's people experience a lot of weird ghosts (laughs) like a lot the most crazy ones for me are the encounters that people have together. Because, like, if you had an encounter by yourself, it's like, oh, maybe I was, like, dreaming. Or maybe I was yeah. having a nightmare. Maybe that was... Well, like, people, like, families that have, like, encounters together are insane. And I'm just, like, that has... That... I was, like, you cannot... Like, I don't... It's not that I don't do... I do believe in ghosts, but, like, I I don't know how to put it. It's, like, if ghosts... I mean, ghosts could be real. If one or more people is experiencing the exact same thing, Right? yeah all right so moving on to number nine on my list is yoon's stay did you watch yoon's stay um which one was that yes i did yes so yoon's stay is a tvn um spinoff of yoon's kitchen where featuring a traditional guest house in jolanamdo where foreigners who are visiting korea who are kind of stuck in korea um because of covid come to this like kind of this hanok village where the host um yun yun jung lee so jin park so jun jung and me and choi Sheik are the staff and the cooks and they cook for them and it's like a very homey um a homey show this is um from the i like to say the na pd team and adjacent mm-hmm. team they do a lot of these shows they're in charge of these shows um not pd has really changed the game for variety shows because once he did yeah. three meals a day it was like oh he's like oh y'all like watching celebrities shit sit here and cook while i torture them fine i'll do all of that 
we'll do all of that and so it's you just so interesting to yeah. like have a concept of like oh we're gonna stay in this hotel um is that a <laughs> award-winning actor <laughs> taking my suitcases up there because you sit there especially like this one is like foreigners in korea so uh-huh. like some of them know who they are or recognize mm-hmm. but um not to like go off but like on some of the other ones where they'll have like there's another one where they had big actors in Madrid. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent sure. It was like along a pathway of some hike in Europe that people do. And it was all these three big name actors and all the <laughs> Korean people would come in and be like, huh? <laughs> what? but uh, yeah, I think, and I think he did that too. Not PD also mm-hmm. did the one. I'm yeah. The, about. Their entire team is in charge of this one. The grandpa's over flowers traveling show. Oh, yeah. They did a lot of those like celebrities being put in situations where they're not treated like VIPs. And yeah. so people really enjoyed them. I didn't watch Yoon's Kitchen. I really wasn't interested in it. But Yoon's Day was really fun. And I thought it was really cool that they, like, did something for some of the foreigners that are living in Korea. It can't, like, be with their families or have never been able to, like, visit a traditional Korean house. And it was very cool. It was very fun. It was a very chill show. It's not like a game yeah. show. It's like you're watching these celebrities, like, learn how to cook three-course meals. And, like... <laughs> like all the stuff that comes with that so speaking of the not pd team number eight is the game caterers so if you do not know the not pd team has a um a youtube channel called i think it's called full moon or something in english but basically um the not pd team is also in charge of or tvn is also in charge of um the new world which is a very popular um variety show that starts like Lee Soo-Boon and um Kang O-dong and P.O. from Black B and Mino from Mino from Winter and Eun Won from Set Kiss. I feel like I'm missing somebody. But yes. Oh, Kyun from Super Junior. So they're like on this like kind of like traveling costume themed new world show where they go to look for dragon balls and the games in those shows are very popular and and it's not a it's not the type of show where they have guests so instead of doing that the the pd team for that show goes to different um entertainment companies different drama sets different um idol groups and stuff like that and they play these games with them it's a business trip program and they do like a bunch of different events um, on different games. My favorite episodes are the Vincenzo episode. That was hilarious. <laughs> Those two were hilarious. The hospital playlist episodes are very funny. The BTS episodes are very funny. And one that I recommend that probably not a lot of people watch were the Antenna episodes. Antenna is a company. It's a music company. It's a music um, entertainment company. That was, it was not meant to be that funny. It was fucking hilarious. And they're coming back this Friday with a new season and guess where they're going first. They're going to Lisa, uh, Lisa Jin's new drama, Inter- Eternal, oh, Eternal okay. Medicine, Director Park. And so yeah. Rod- Rami Ran's going to be on it and a bunch of like really great actors. So they have some great yeah, episodes. This, one, this is one of those um, randomly we'll get uh, episodes on YouTube mm-hmm. and be like, okay, I'll watch it. You remember, Did not PD also do one where he had P.O. and um god what is his name Rather yes from okay so yeah the game caterers like is a specific segment of their youtube channel they also do many youtube shows with yeah, so I ran, the yeah, new I world cast yes yeah, yes yeah, yes yeah. and so, so they had mappo motengi which was like Pio and Mino, and they were like doing yeah. fashion. It was funny. I rewatched it earlier That's this what year. That one. I was like, let me let me see the outfit. Come <laughs> <Yes>. on now. <laughs> fit oh fit. It was hilarious. I hope they do a season two because that was yeah. that was that was funny. Um, <laughs> but yes, so that entire channel has subs in definitely many different languages. So I highly recommend that. Next one is one that I really was not looking forward to. Um, I have a gripe with Netflix and variety shows because I absolutely could not stand Busted's format. <laughs> Busted was a Netflix was kind of like the first Netflix like, um, ch- like they're challenging themselves to do variety shows because Netflix Korea just got money, bitch, just mad, just mad money, and so <laughs> they did this whole like three season show of like it's kind of escape rooms, but it's like that nostalgic variety show thing and it had UJ Suk and Lee Seung Gi and Kwang Soo and Sehun and um Park Min Young 
and I'm missing somebody else. But the I didn't like it because it was obviously scripted. <laughs> like yeah. there was an end that they wanted in the show. And when that didn't happen, trying to have a script for a variety show just does not work, period. <laughs> Especially with variety giants like UJ Suck. Like he's not going to follow a script for like this kind of like escape room show or whatever. It was, I didn't like the the last season that they did of it. It was like some of the games are fun. Like the game portion of it is fun. But when they tried to make it like a storyline, like a crime solving storyline, I was like, okay, you lost me. And so they actually released a new variety show that just, I feel like it came out last week. Like it finished airing last week. It's called New World. It's six celebrities strategize and sabotage to earn virtual currency they cash in on the final day of their stay of this utopian island. So basically they bring these celebrities. It's Lee Seung-gi, Eun-Zi Won, Pak Nare, Kimi Cho, and Joe Boa. And they basically like, okay, we're going to this oh, perfect and little... Kai. And Kai. And Kai, yes. Oh yeah, Kai. Why is... Why can I... I didn't read his name. Yes, Kai. <laughs> and so they're like, we're going to put you on this island. So this this island has a currency it's called yang yang and it's so on this you use this currency to buy stuff to play games and all that stuff and it's it reminded me so much of like old running man that i mm-hmm. it's so i was not expecting to love it so much it's mm-hmm. not scripted it's like okay here's your challenge and you can buy items from this shop it's like an in-world npr rpg game kind of it's like you can buy yeah. items from the shop to sabotage other people my favorite episode they had a real estate episode where you would yeah. buy different spots on the island and you get to see the prices go up and down and you can sabotage people's real estate by buying items and like throwing snakes or like finding gold like they had a whole goose egg it was it was absolutely hilarious it's got english subtitles it's if you need something to watch, oh my god, it's so funny. Cause like I've only seen the first episode for it, but I maybe I'll continue it. Yeah, I, I think the first episode's kind of weak compared to the other episodes. Cause yeah. once they get into the game and realize how what they need to do to win, then it changes. <laughs> so it's very fun, and I can't wait for that to have a season two. Cause like at the same time, you're looking at the shows like this is an entire island. When yeah. I mean an island, y'all, it's an island with like houses. <laughs> They're like on an entire island, and it's like hilarious to watch them like you know fight against each other. So I really love that. So the next one, um, it's a show that I didn't expect to really get into. If you follow me on Twitter, a couple months ago I was complaining because there was nothing new in Variety Showland, and they were just making a bunch of sports shows. And I've never been a sports person, and now I take back all of that because now. <laughs> sports person like literally for the past three days i've been binge watching volleyball matches in Korea. <laughs> but this is the kind of the the start of my like kind of interested in sports obsession but i do realize that the reason i like watching sports um I, but i've always been the type of person that like i don't watch actual professional sports but i will watch celebrities play sports and cry with them because it's edited like a variety show, so it doesn't feel like I'm watching sports. So the first um, sports-related show on this list is called um, Kick a Goal. I don't really like the um, our shooting stars. It's like it has a bunch of different English names, but I think it's called Kick a Goal on Vicky, and it's like female celebrities all make up these different soccer teams, and like none of them know how to play soccer, and they go into the soccer league, and it's like watching the shows, and you, I'm crying because like. Some of the t- some of the team one team is made up of family members of soccer players, and when they first like they first the first episode of the show was like um a pilot for like Chuseok, and so when it got a season when the first season it had their names as who they are related to, but when yeah. they came back for the beginning of the season it just had their names on it, and so these women who have um these women who have like always been such and such as wife or such and such as daughter-in-law now have yeah. their own names and they get to play soccer and there's like moms who um you know are always being called by their children's names cause that's something that happens um a lot in korea it's easy for women to lose their identity because they're always referred to as who they're related to not who are they are as people and mm-hmm. so that combined with all of these singers and comedians and actors and actresses just like playing soccer and like putting their hearts into it i also feel like it's not popularized in south korea for women to to have like hobby sports as it is for men um soccer soccer and baseball are very um huge sports in south korea compared to the united states and so even in america it's not i don't know any like 
um, local women's soccer team, you know, or mm-hmm. local women's basketball league. And so yeah. once these women have tasted what it feels like to like play on a team together and then play with other women and other stuff like that, it's like, it's very fun and it's very, <laughs> and it's very inspiring to watch. And you cry when they lose. Cause you're like, they work so hard. But like they feel awful because like the, how much they're working is not showing up in the actual, like, um soccer game and it's like yeah. oh, it's it was it's heart touching and i think it's really good and so my favorite teams are wonder woman is a new team this season wonder woman is made up of women who were kind of like the trendsetters of their different mm-hmm. um jobs okay. so that's a cool one um the gag vendors is a team of comedian the comedian women's i love female comedians in korea because i just think they're they work in a very difficult field and it's very hard to survive in that field because like they're constantly being made up but i'll go on a tirade about that another day and then top girl which is made up of um like first generation and um which made up of um idols so it's like first generation um female idols from like SES or and like Bada is in it <laughs> um Moonbyo from Mamamoo Yubin from Wonder Girls so I watch that every Wednesday I look forward to it every Wednesday and so yeah I really love that um this one does actually have subs on Vicky so you can go watch it next is one that I wasn't expecting to like and lovely name it's called unexpected business it's a tvn show it's one of those other making celebrities do shit type of oh, show. i remember this one <laughs> yes 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 it's yeah. a variety show with cha Hyun and joan sung i was like joan sung <laughs> transform into the bosses of a supermarket the show will give these two men who have lived their whole lives in the city a chance to experience life in the countryside they will pull into the neighborhood and experience the ups and downs of operating a supermarket that is busy at times and quiet at others the key point of the show is the beautiful landscapes in the countryside as well as a look into the diverse needs of people who come to the supermarket and so when they say supermarket they mean like the small ass town like a small ass town and it's the only supermarket mm-hmm. in town and so not only is it a supermarket it's also a restaurant and so you've got Joe and Sung and Cha Tae trying to run this business. And it was just very wholesome. And it was very funny. And Joe and Sung is never on variety shows. And they're going, doing a season two. So what more do I need to say? Go watch it. There's some really um fun, um, non-typical actor guests who come on and help them to be part-time jobbers. It's it's a really fun um show. Yes. <laughs> Did you watch any episodes? um no i just watched uh clips i probably watched every clip of every episode that was on youtube (laughs) yeah like it was just a kind of aesthetically pleasing it was so calming to watch because it was snowing and everything yeah it was like a really fun show and like the idea of like i was like because at one point you think of what is the limit of these like variety shows where they make celebrities do stuff and i'm like a supermarket i wouldn't have thought of that how did y'all think of that yeah. <laughs> a supermarket <laughs> so i'm excited to see where they're gonna go for season two um next on my list is another sports show <laughs> it's called let's play soccer on jtbc it's ongoing it i think it um is it this also might be on Vicky? I'm not sure, but you can definitely find it on On Demand Korea. It has no subtitles, but it's men playing soccer. And at first, I actually tried to watch the show when I was first watching the female soccer show, but I didn't yeah. like it. And then I watched it. I watched one of the episodes because it's like two hours long. And I watched one of the episodes and I was like, okay, well, this is wait, this is kind of fun since I'm kind of into soccer now. And so then I yeah. started from the beginning of season two, and it's basically. Um, Famous soccer players, An Jong Han and um, Lee Dong Gook are the coach and the director, and the team is made based up of national athletes. So you got okay. fencing, um, people who play volleyball, people who play tennis, ice skaters, um, people who do water sports, swim, all of that. They're all on the soccer team, and they had an episode come out Sunday and they lost, <sighs> and I was just like, y'all next week is the flipping um competition so like i've become attached to them and now i know the rules of soccer which i never thought i would know the rules of soccer (laughs) and so that is um let's play soccer it's a really fun show if you like because like the first is two hours so the first hour is like variety show where they're like practicing and they're bringing new teammates and things like that and then the next hour is like a, a, a complete match 
So you get to watch the match from start to finish. And like, I, cause I was watching the women's soccer show and the women's soccer show is on a mini soccer field. And this oh. soccer show is on an actual soccer field. And I'm like, good God. <laughs> it's tough. So yes, I really do love that show and I highly recommend it. I think it actually might be on Vicky. But yes, um, moving on to number three is an oldie but a goodie. It is just a great escape season four. Oh my god. So if you don't know anything about me, I love escape rooms. I love mystery. I love solving things. I like to think I'm smarter than I am. I love being in those situations, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is the kind of, this is the show that kind of started that obsession with me. The Great Escape is, which is funny, well, fact, random fact. Um, Running Man costs more than The Great Escape. Have you seen clips for The Great Escape? Yes, and I cannot <laughs> believe that. What? Running Man has big people on as the cast, though, so I'm assuming yeah, that a lot of the money goes yeah. to them. Because when they said, what do you mean Running Man still costs more money than making The Great Escape? The Great <laughs> Escape is an entire universe at this point. That's exactly what the YouTube channel is called. It's called The Great Escape Universe. <laughs> it's called D- it's DTCU. Um, but this show is full-fledged like escape rooms with hollywood budget for every episode <laughs> and i was like what do you mean running may cost more like so the members are kong holong po from block b kim Jong-min from one day's two nights in coyote um kim dong hyun the mma fighter and tv personality and then Oh, Beyonce, Beyonce, who's like also a TV personality. And so these five, every season, they just, they tie everything together with different universes. They tie everything together. When I tell you the scale of these shows are immense, (laughs) it's immense. It's whatever you're thinking of, it's a hundred times bigger than that. And so I didn't really enjoy as many episodes as I did in season three, as I did Mm -hmm. in season four. Because they tie shows together and stuff like that. And so you get to watch these, you know, five men go and get put to these situations. Like some of the episodes from earlier seasons was, was like a signal inspired episode where they get dragged into the den of a serial killer and then they have to find their way out. And the first, like the first five minutes of it is them being blindfolded to a chair and then a man with a Jason mask and an axe walking into the room, taking off their hats and taking pictures of them they have full-fledged zombie episodes every time a zombie episode comes on i was like i would die immediately i couldn't do this they had a whole zombie maze episode in like season two two or three i think where they had to (laughs) what are you gonna say no i said yeah a zombie maze episode where they were they like you had to get the keys to unlock the doors but there are zombies in some of the rooms I so think you I have, remember that yeah so you have I to like cl- close doors open doors things like that and so it's like these very realistic highlight situations and so when they said season four was coming out i was super excited about it and so my favorite episodes are um episodes seven and eight which is called crazy house now it's jumanji inspired when I tell you, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> so it's Jumanji inspired, but basically, at the beginning of the episode, they're like, Hi, we're from the government, we need you to go inside this terrorist's head, um, and figure out where he's placed these bombs and give us the time, date, and location, right? Mm-hmm. So they go in, right? And so they get they go in and they get in this room. They lay on this thing because, like, a lot of stuff when you look at variety shows, like you assume that they like cut, move, get up, walk, and then start again, right? No, yeah. they had these men laying on this like silver slab, right? And they tell you they, cl- they say, close your eyes, don't open your eyes until it stops moving, and don't move your hands and feet. They literally the slab, you literally the wall moves, and then the slab moves. And so they don't know where they're going, right? And so they're in this room and they figure out everything. And then the floor drops. Not like drops, but it moves. And so basically what Crazy House is, it's like a game board. And so you have to figure, like the game board has a screen on it. It's like figure out this or do that. And if you don't do it within enough time, the it's like a Grim Reaper character is coming after you, right? And so the way they literally, you have to see the behind the scenes for this because I feel like I'm not explaining it, it well. Insane. It sounds insane. So you're like in this box. So the so you're like in the square, right? Where the table is, where the game chair is. 
Um, and so once you figure out everything in that room, it moves. They move up, they move sideways, they move down to each of these different rooms. And I'm sitting here like, how the fuck <laughs> did y'all figure this out? It's an insane episode. It was a really good episode because instead of it being like this one big tada that they have to figure out, which is like a lot of their bigger episodes, it's like a big case. It's like they have these all these small mini like um problems to solve. So like they had like one room, they had like a poster, and then they went to another room and they came back and they had to find the differences of the poster. And I'm like, damn, I like we were just in another room figuring shit out what happened (laughs) and so like they had like word scrambles and things like that and then the scariest shit happened is that every time they would move the grim reaper they finally got to a place where the grim reaper was only two spaces away and the wall lifts and this man who's like six foot eight in a grim reaper costume is just like staring at them and they're like screaming their heads off because he can't come closer but he's just like there so they have to figure out the next thing to move and i'm just sitting there like oh fuck oh fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. like what happens if they get caught like what, <laughs> what happens if they get caught it's t- oh my the zombie episodes are insane they had another zombie episode this episode too and they have like shaman episodes so like when they did season one they literally brought the, a, re- a re-recurring theme to a lot of the other episodes oh, okay and so my other favorite episode is called the third industrial complex the beginning of this was hilarious to me because what happens the the tradition of the show is that they get blindfolded they get put in a car they um don't take the blindfolds off until they're in the building or wherever they're going right so they get blindfolded. <laughs> they get taken to the spot where they're supposed to go. They get unblindfolded and they're just outside in a parking lot. And I was like, what do you, what happened? <laughs> what are we, what was going on? <laughs> and so then they get in the car and they realize this is an extension of an episode from last season where it's like they have to help these spies or whatever, right? And so they go to these, like, this, this, like, kind of, um, compound of like deserted buildings and they have to it's like a gang it's called the white snake gang or whatever it's their villains two people get locked up in the room and the rest are locked up outside and so once the the gang leaves they realize they oh so the the whole point of this episode is to find all of these silver boxes that have problems them you have to solve but the thing is that the directions are with the people who are locked in the room and they can't get into the room and are like the location of the stuff and then the people outside so they have to communicate through walkie-talkies which is insane (laughs) and they're on a time crunch they only have like three hours or something and so they're walking through these like completely deserted buildings right and so they're walking to the first location and kim jong-un is in front he falls through the floor (laughs) i said what the 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 production did this on purpose right they hung a silver bag over a hole in the floor and covered it and then had him (laughs) fall through it oh my god but like so they're doing this stuff on a time crunch they have to like get on this you know those things they use for um people who wash windows that little crane thing yeah and so they have to like use that to go between buildings and (laughs) and um they're finding like the bodies of um the spies who not the spies but like the officers who were there who got killed by the gang and so then the white snake gang realized they got loose and so now they're chasing them they're like firing bullets at them like i was like what is going on i was like but it was like real tension because you're like oh crap we can't get caught and so then they get into they finally get the other two out the room they get to um the last box or whatever and there's a man on the and at first you walk into the room you see the dead soldier whatever and the white gang shows up they're like oh just shoot him just shoot him just shoot him and then all of a sudden the body of the officer on the floor gets up and shoots them two times and i was like wait a second what and so they go back and rewind and show you that he was actually um alive when they first got into the room and um they just told him to stay here and we'll help you get out once we get like it was just it was just like one of those things like i can't believe what i'm watching (laughs) oh my god yeah so would you do an escape room that intense you know if i was getting paid maybe but (laughs) if i was not no now i just want to send you the episodes so you can watch them at least one of the zombie episodes because that was just those are insane like the amount of people that they have yeah 
It's fun. It's funny. Um, so the next one, my number two, is called Steel Troops. It's a Channel A. It's a very small channel. So this is a military survival program that features reservists from special forces units going head-to-head to determine who's the strongest special forces unit in Korea in 2021. Um, there will be 24 reservists in total with four from each unit. Military experts have designed missions that will be testing their physical stamina, mental health, and cooperation. Now... I know that didn't mean anything, but let me tell you what <laughs> what it's about. So basically, they have the special forces in Korea, like we have um the Marines, Rangers, and all that stuff. So they have like UDT, SSU, um Rangers, the Heungunde. It's like the the Marines, those equivalents, right? And so they bring in four contestants from each things, and they're putting through like these military type um competitions. So it's like. Okay. One of the competitions could be like, okay, we're going to p- get you on this boat in the ocean. I need you to get into this raft, um, raft ashore, and then put the boat on y'all's shoulders and walk three miles. Like that. Okay. <laughs> so it's like a strength competition. It's to see, um, there's a lot of, um, like, shooting games and endurance and mental stamina games, which is important for military officers, right? And so when I started the show, I didn't think I was going to like it this much. But, of course, me being the straight-laced woman that I am, I see fine men. I'm going to watch the show. Why not? (laughs) Why not? I think this is around the time, if you go back through our catalog, there was a one time we were talking about men, and I said, I date um, a military man from a different country. (laughs) I wouldn't marry him. Yeah. But a one-night stand sounds great. That's just because of this show. This show, yeah. it made no sense that some of these men were so fine. I was like, God damn. Oh, so, <laughs> um, my favorite team was the UDT team. They're the um underwater demolition team where they like de throw bombs or whatever. They're like a special forces of the um not the army, but the navy. And so uh, a particular member on this team is Yoon Jun Sang, who was fine as fuck. He had long hair and everything. I was like, period, boo. And so, um, you just basically get to watch these teams, like, kind of like have this kind of bromance with um their teammates and each other, and like this strength of endurance. And I'm like, this is really cool. Like, um, it was fun. Um, I'm still a cab, but you know, fine men in military outfits. I'm not gonna hold you right so my favorite episodes where they had mud wrestling episodes i'm really mud wrestling but it's like they dug a pit in the sand and then put a tarp and then put mud in it <laughs> and they like fought and they were all shirtless i was like that was great well, um <laughs> yes yes i played it when we were um um at our staycation um another one that i really like is called the one ton challenge this is between um ssu who was my second favorite team they're also special forces from the navy and 707 who are special forces for the army i didn't like 707 because they were dickheads in the first episode <laughs> but the basically the one ton challenge was that they had to an army you know like an armored truck right yeah armored truck right you put at least a hundred bags of sand onto this armored truck and you have to push the armored truck three kilometers and then there's another task and another task and another task and SSU won. And I love that episode so much because I was like, God, that was like the idea of pushing a truck that weighs a ton, like with just the four of you is insane. And you couldn't like go over the line and there was like tires in the way and you had to move it. And so it was like a strategic thing, right? The next one that I really like was really like emotional was this heel relay. So they, I don't know where they fucking found this location, <laughs> but you know, like, um, you know, like hillsides, right? It's not like a mountain, but like a hillside has a definitely has an incline, right? Yeah. So for I don't know where they were looking, but this hill, this hillside, the the was it the road? It goes like um, you know how like, the car commercials where it's like the swivelly lanes, like the swivelly, like driving lanes, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine that, but there is a but there's it's on a hillside, but this hillside has inclines and declines, right? And so the whole purpose was to go up and come back and then go up some more until you reach, like, the top of it. But you were wearing a 50-kilogram book bag and (laughs) you're carrying 
like a a flag, a heavy flag, and you have to pick up more weights once you get to a certain checkpoint. <laughs> I was sitting here like, there's no way in hell <laughs> you could tell me to do this. There was also prize money at the end of this. They're just not doing this for fun. B- BTW. <laughs> this is like a competition show. <laughs> but I was just like, first of all, how did y'all find this location? It's already hard enough to find. But like, because like when you look at the hillside, you can see the entire, the entire road. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, how did, do they just make shit? <laughs> did y'all make this? Because like, who decided that there should be a road here? <laughs> So that was a tent. It was really fun. And then my last episode, which was the sexiest episode in the world, they had, this was the semifinals and it was UDT versus the Rangers. I like the Rangers. They were pretty cool. Um, but they literally, this is, these are my, also my favorite episodes of the entire show because they literally had episodes where like, okay, you have to go in and you have to kill these terrorists, you know, like with paintball guns or whatever. And like, yeah. you know, get a person out, get a person in. They've done this before in other episodes, but this one was my favorite because UDT was a fucking, a beast, baby. I was like, <laughs> those are my boys. And they won at the end, period, point blank. They, this, so they had it on a boat, right? You're on a boat. It's the four of you. You got guns. You got, like, your AK and you got, like, a handgun. You get yeah. onto the boat and then you have to, like, take out all these people and find these two bags and come back. And when I tell you they were moving with the swiftness, I was like, why are you bitches so fast? First of all, <laughs> it was very sexy to see men who definitely weigh, like, close to two, over, like, 200 pounds. They had to climb up the side of the boat. You know, they have to, like, get on the boat, right? Because they're, like, yeah. there's enemies on the boat. So they got up on the boat. And when I tell you they landed with the softness of a kitten, I was like, y'all, they trained me out for that shit? <laughs> like, if I did that, you go hear my footsteps. If I, <laughs> you know, but like, the, the, it was just incredible to, cause like, we don't ever get to see actual military, um, like missions, you know, like actually completed, right? That's like yeah. government secrets shit. You only get to see it on TV. And so to see this in kind of like a semi real situation, it's like nobody's actually in danger. But to see the contestants take it so seriously, it was like, oh, damn, this is kind of cool, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was a great, immaculate episode. And I highly, there's no subtitles for it. I think if you have, <laughs> I think if you have Netflix Korea, it's on Netflix Korea, which is why it got so popular. And so last but not least, family and friends, we have my favorite, favorite variety show of 2021 and that's girl high school investigation class ah! it's a tv in produced show but it's on tv which is like an ott platform in korea it's 16 episodes it stars jj Zhang dong young bb and choyana it's from the makers of the great escape and it's basically what i've always wanted since the great escape has started i was like where's the women's version where's the women's version i want to see women do this <laughs> Because, like, as somebody who likes to watch these shows, I'm like, oh, there's just men everywhere. I want women. Ah, give me, you know, I'm on my, my low-key misandry bullshit. <laughs> and I'm just like, I want to see women in these shows, which is why I probably love that soccer show so much. Yeah. And so when the makers of Great Escape were just like, oh, we'll definitely do something for the OTT platform. So it's basically these five women are quote unquote high school students and they go to this very weird high school where they're part of the mystery club and they had to figure out what's going on and it's so fun and it's 16 episodes and you can find subtitles um online (laughs) and it's just like and it's coming back for season two at the end of december ah i can't wait when i tell you when i saw this i'm so in love i'm so in love i love it already i don't care like first of all it being women i was like period but also it being the production team for the great escape i was like oh this is gonna be amazing this is gonna be so much fun and so you kind of get to see themselves like cases like in school and because they have npcs that are actual people they like react and do stuff and so the whole um plot of this one is that this school was basically um drugging up the students doing drug tests on the students to see um to make them get better test scores and i was like oh look at the political political commentary but like i was like it was just so fun to watch these women because they have such different reactions from like the great escapes contestants like bb bb's a rapper right bb 
every time something scary happened, she was ready to throw hands. I was like, <laughs> like they, there's this episode where they realize their teacher is the bad guy. And so BB gets locked in a separate room and she starts kicking the door and cussing. She's like, bitch. I was like, she's like, yeah, answer me. She's called this man by his government name. I was like, that's a bad bitch. That's a bad bitch. <laughs> also, there's an announcer that I forgot to um have her name in here. She's an OG. Um, she was in a crime scene, which was a JTBC variety show from a long time back. But she's also in this show. So it's like you get to watch them just like kind of work together and being, you know, women in variety shows and a mystery. And God, I love it so much. I'm so happy we're getting a season two. You might actually end up really liking this one, Mary, because um it's shorter. It's not like super long. The episodes aren't super long. So yes, 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 yes. That was my um, 2021 variety wrap up list. Yay! Is there anything on here that you think you check out? Uh, probably the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, cause a lot of there were of the ones you mentioned, there were maybe the two soccer ones, the the two soccer ones, the late night late night ghost talk, and the Iron Squad, mm-hmm. and then the girls high school where the well the Iron Squad were the only ones I've never even seen clips of. The girls' high school, uh-huh. didn't they show up on Knowing Brothers? Yeah, last week. So I've seen them, <laughs> I just haven't watched them. So yes. probably um, the girls' high school would be the one I would check out. Oh, yes, and also I have honorable mentions to Going 17, 2021 was actually very good this year. That's 17's variety show on their YouTube channel. 17 is fucking hilarious, and I, if you need anything to like, just like watch and be happy and make you laugh, I honestly recommend that. Um, Hetsy Diana, or We Don't Bite, it's your boys, the Penthouse Boys, and their variety show, which was hilarious because it's also another TV and making celebrities do shit. And so I think I thought they ran out of ideas. You know what the idea was? It's like we're gonna give you this abandoned Hanok and you have to remodel it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna watch this. And the entire like Penthouse family comes on every episode, and they like you know continuously make this house prettier and prettier. Amazing Saturday, which is also called Doremi Market. It's the show that has like Key and Tan, and it's the show where they listen to songs and write down the lyrics. That was hilarious this year. I've laughed many times. Running Man is always my original OG favorite variety show. Going 13 years strong. Y'all bitches trying to take us down and we're still moving. Um, yes. And then last but last news is Quiz Alarm, which is a Netflix YouTube variety show. Um, I suggest you watch it because they have some really cool guests on, but Netflix got so much money. Shiny was the first guest on the show, and they gave away an iPad, an Apple Watch, a cell phone. I was, they were giving away whole camp sets, like camping sets. Like, I was like, God damn. (laughs) So that was a really cool show. That's really fun. But yes, um, I hope that you guys like this episode. And if you check out any of these shows after listening to me, completely rant for an hour (laughs) please let me know um i love these shows so much and i will continue to be up to my neck and variety shows in the coming new year ah if you want to see me scream about more shows just let me know i'm down to do like more recommendations even breakdowns of like entire variety shows seasons i would do that (laughs) you want like my favorite top 10 running man list i'll do that (laughs) me and mary will both do that (laughs) period so thank you so much for listening to this episode um don't forget to leave us a five-star review here on spotify and on episode on episode podcast on apple podcast (laughs) great review and subscribe wherever you're listening to um our next episode is gonna be a holiday episode so make sure you're you have that notification bell on um until next time i'm tori i'm marin bye-bye bye